Good Wednesday morning. I pray that your week is off and running and uh, that things are going well for you. Today we're moving on in our study of uh, Luke's Gospel. We'll be in Luke chapter 3 and John the Baptist comes back into view today. And uh, we're going to be reading about the beginning of his public ministry. So since last we saw, John was just born uh, and we got the response of his father, Zechariah, uh, as he was praising God for uh, the gift of his son. And now John is a grown man and preparing to go public. <laughs> and so uh, today we'll be looking at Luke chapter 3, uh, kind of in the first section of it, on through verse 20. Um, some real good stuff here. And so I think uh, we'll see uh, John's ministry and in a a real interesting light, and um, I look forward to uh, studying this passage together. Let's pray uh, before we get into the Word. Heavenly Father, we love you today. I thank you for my friends who are listening, and uh, Lord, I pray that the great delight of their heart would be um, their encounters with you in worship and Word, and uh, Jesus, that we would... um, that we would seek you and uh, that we would grow to know you more and better and deeper. And uh, Lord, remind us that uh, your word is truth and um, uh, where the spirit of the Lord is, you're uh, bringing liberty and freedom into lives. And uh, we know that your spirit is active and alive through your word. So Lord God, liberate us to be fully alive in Christ as we read and study today. Uh, We love you, Jesus, and we thank you for your word. Uh, We put our uh, full faith and confidence uh, in the truth of Scripture, and we give you thanks for it today. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, let's get right into uh, Luke chapter 3. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, Herod Tetrarch of Galilee his brother Philip Tetrarch of Etruria, uh, I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, Tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah in the wilderness. He went into all the country around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of uh, the words of Isaiah, the prophet, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Every valley shall be filled in, every mountain and hill made low. The crooked roads shall become straight, the rough ways smooth, and all people will see God's salvation. John said to the crowds coming out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. What should we do then? the crowd asked. John answered, anyone who has two shirts should share with the one who has none, and anyone who has food should do the same. Even tax collectors came to be baptized. Teacher, they asked, what should we do? Don't collect any more than you're required to, he told them. 
Then some soldiers asked him, and what should we do? He replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come, and the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear the threshing floor and to gather the weed into his barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. And with many other words, John exhorted the people and proclaimed the good news to them. But when John rebuked Herod the Tetrarch because of his marriage to Herodias, his brother's wife, and all the other evil things he had done, Herod added this to them all. He locked John up in prison. This is a powerful teaching, and we get such a clear look into the person John was. Uh, John was not afraid to speak truth. Uh, You don't lead with this saying, you brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath if you're a people pleaser? (laughs) John was not afraid to speak truth, and I suspect that is precisely why God chose him for this calling. Uh, He was a truth speaker, and he spoke boldly and courageously the word of God. And his was a message of repentance, as we learn early in the passage. Um, uh, Repentance and uh, calling people to uh, the forgiveness available to them. And so um, he uh, was not afraid of being bold, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. You know, his calling was to prepare the way for the Lord, uh, to prepare a people who will be set apart for the Lord. Excuse me. And as he's teaching, uh, certain people in the crowd are curious what they should do to prepare themselves. Tax collectors and soldiers and uh, all of these people want to know how they should specifically prepare. Um, And so John tells them, uh, don't uh, don't go to the extremes, you know, treat others uh, with respect, treat them uh, ethically. And uh, the people, we're told, were curious to know if John was the Messiah. But John is real quick to clear that up for them. He says, I am simply uh, preparing the way. There is one coming who is more powerful than I am, who I'm not even worthy to untie his shoes. That's a powerful statement. (laughs) If they saw in the person and teachings of John, someone with the authority, with the clarity of teaching, with the calling, that they might confuse this teacher, this baptizer, uh, this itinerant preacher with the Messiah. And John says, I'm not even worthy to untie this person's shoes. How powerful this one who's coming must be. And so uh, what a great line there, and and what a great sense of purpose and vision John had. He knew he wasn't the Messiah. He knew he had a specific calling, and he was true to that calling. He was preparing the way for the Lord, and the humility of John to recognize that the one who was coming behind him, he wasn't even worthy to untie his shoes. What an amazing, amazing sense of uh, humble calling John had. 
Now, John got into some political trouble. Uh, Herod was the uh, regional leader, uh, a Jewish leader, and uh, John ticked him off. Uh, he called him out. He said, what you're doing uh, with your brother's wife is wrong. And uh, Herod didn't like that too much, so he had John thrown in prison. Um, but that was okay because John had accomplished what he needed to in his uh, in his ministry. And uh, tomorrow we'll get into um, the story of Jesus' baptism and uh, and his preparation for his his earthly ministry. And so, uh, thanks for listening today. Uh, be encouraged by the word. Um, I love what John says uh, near the middle um, of this passage in Luke 3. He talks about fruit, and he says, Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And uh, I would I would say that uh, that's a relevant teaching for all times, that God's people should be producing fruit that's keeping with repentance. Uh, when we live uh, repentant, truly repentant lives, and we have turned and we've surrendered and we've submitted to the will of God, our lives will produce a fruit <laughs> in keeping with repentance. They will produce a fruit, as Jesus said, fruit, spiritual fruit that will last. And so, my friends, uh, may we evaluate our lives against that standard. Uh, what kind of fruit is coming out of us? Uh, what are the people around us seeing coming out of our lives as we live them for the Lord? Uh, may it be fruit that bears witness to the kingdom and love of God. All right, my friends, have a great Wednesday. We'll get caught up tomorrow.